0: So this is the second episode in a series on packages and, uh, and creating functions and, and procedures within those packages. Uh, in the last episode, I created the package specification. And again, as a reminder, there is no implementation code in the package specification. So what we're going to do is implement that function uh, in this episode. So you can see here I have my package specification from the last time. And if I go over here to the left, I see my uh, my package itself, employee. If I right-click on the package and go down, I can see uh, create body. So I'm going to uh, click on that and it, again. This gives me a template to start out with. You could have typed all this in, but uh, I just find that I I like the interface better here because I've got a compile button and a run button and so forth. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna clear out my message log so you can see these compile now uh, this created this function header for me get emp by ID has a uh, an input variable called emp ID has a return type called uh, emp type and again that is over here in my types that was my user-defined data type and its implementation is null right I'm returning an all so my emp type is basically has nothing in it so this should compile so let's click that and click compile and you can see that it it indeed compiled and now you can see here is my employee body my uh, package body and then here is my this is the get emp ID or emp by ID Specification This is the actual implementation, so it already compiles. And I can't tell you enough that that is the way you should be writing code code a little bit, test a little bit, code a little bit, test a little bit. Because if you're using the brute strength and ignorance method of coding, it is going to take you much longer to do that. You're going to get errors, and it's going to say the error is on line six, and really the error is on line ten. And it's going to take you forever, so just get your framework working, get that compiled so you get all of your all your stupid mistakes out of the way. So I am going to uh, above this function, I've gone ahead and typed out my comment block, and I'm going to paste that in there uh, so you can see there the purpose of this function is to look up the record for a specified employee and turn and return the record in the object type. M type, this this is only an example. This is that's all I'm trying to do is show you an example of how to create methods, functions, procedures, whatever you want to call them. So in this, I want to show you how to embed a SQL statement. Okay, we're going to do that. I want to show you how you can uh, select from SQL into uh, into a data type that. Uh, resembles the row from the the table employee. So we're going to use a row type variable. Uh, And then I also want to show you how you can copy information from the row type variable into a user defined variable. This is not necessarily, this doesn't mean that this is the way you should do things, but this is what I want done in this example. So I can show you several different things. Uh, So what I'm going to do is right here I'm going to uh, I'm going to declare my variables uh, within my function here and then I'll go up here and I'll put those uh, in my comments as well so when you're in your function you declare your variables before you begin and then these these variables are available from anywhere in the function and that's what I'm doing I want these available anywhere in the function so the first variable, and I'll put some white space in here, is going to be emp found, and its data type, this is going to, be, this is going to contain the, the employee record from my SQL statement. So I want this to perfectly match the row from the employee table, because that's all I'm getting is a single row, because I have here the emp ID, so I'll be getting a single row. So I can type in uh, employees, that's my table name, and then its type is going to be uh, percent row type. Okay, so what that says, it's going to declare a variable called emp found and its data type is going to be a structure that perfectly matches all of the columns in the employees table. That's what this is going to be. So let's put a comment here, Uh, variable to contain emp record. That's my first one. And now uh, I'm going to declare a variable so I can trap my return, whatever I'm going to return. And uh, I'll talk about that in a minute. I just for debugging purposes, I like to trap those variables and trap all that information in a variable. So I'm just going to call it impreturn. Amp, uh, return and it has to be the same data type as my return data type right Here I said the return data type from my uh, from my function is an imprec. So if this is what I'm going to use as my return, it has to be a emp type. Oh, I said emp rec, I meant emp type. So this is variable to uh, contain return. All right. So there are my variables here is where i'm going to begin my code now i'm going to test a little bit just to make sure i didn't type in something screwy there and i can see that it compiled so i've typed in a couple of lines of code everything works now we move on now i'm going to leave that return there because it needs a return statement but uh... in this case it doesn't it doesn't matter what it is at this point because i haven't i haven't done anything so Uh, I am going to, uh, in my begin statement, I need to go get the record, right? I need to get the specified employee's record from the database. So get uh, specified, spelled correctly, specified emps record from db. So I want a SELECT statement. I'm going to type in SELECT just like I would uh, type in a regular SQL statement. Into Now, I have this variable up here, EMP FOUND, that I declared that's going to match the employee table. It'll have all the columns, so that's what I'm going to select into, the EMP FOUND. You know, where well, that paste doesn't match it, so let's do this. Because I said that that's the way it should be. Select into imp uh, found from my employees table. Okay, just typing regular SQL. Where now the column in there, you can see I have my uh, self, my, uh, my completing code for me, where emp is equal to, now where do I have an employee ID so I can have the specified employee, that's my parameter that is being passed into my function right there emp so I have emp underscore ID, and I think in my documentation it says that these are supposed to be mixed case as well So that's the end of my SQL statement, so it gets a semicolon. Now, if everything works right, if I did this right, that should compile. So let's test it, make sure I type this in correctly. And I do a compile, and again, it compiled, so test a little bit, code a little bit, test a little bit. Now, I need to. I have right now my employee record in my emp found, right? And again, I'm not saying that this is the preferred way of writing code. Not sure what happened there. Okay, this is not the preferred way to write the code. This is simply me showing you what you can do within writing code. So I've selected into this variable right? emp found. This is a structure that matches uh, a row in the employee table. But now I want to take the, the information out of that and I'm going to store it in my emp uh, type just so I can show you that you can do that. So what I want to do is right here I want to. Uh, I want to uh, extract data from uh, row type variable and store in user-defined object. Now I could go through and do a bunch of lines uh, of code that that does this because I basically am copying information from one structure into another structure. But I can do if you you should have talked about casting in your uh, in your in your programming courses. So I can take a variable and I can uh, tell it to even though it's a string, I want you to cast it as an integer. I can do that. So I can do the same thing here. I'm going to take my return type variable which is emp uh, underscore return right this is what I said I'm gonna store my uh, return values in and I'm going to assign it a value so I need the colon equal because that's what I'm doing is assigning it a value and now I don't have anything that's that, that that's exactly that structure type but I do have the imp uh, found that is kind of like that so I'm gonna say take emp found and make it look like an imp return so that is imp uh, type I'm going to cast it so this is how I cast it and I say my imp found variable right here EmpFound dot, let's see if it pastes that in for me. No, of course not. Uh, employee underscore ID. So, EmpFound has all of the columns from the employee table. One of those columns is called employee ID. I want to take that, and I want to take that employee ID, and I'm going to put it into the emp type data type, and store it in emp return. So I need to do that a bunch of times so I'm just going to pause this because you don't need to watch me type all this out. So what I did is I went ahead and typed all of these structure variables from uh, the column names rather from the emp found variable because again an uh, emp found variable is a row type variable so it matches exactly the employees columns the employees tables columns so I grabbed what I needed from there that go into the return now there's other variables in that employee table there's a first name and so forth there are other variables but I didn't need those because my emp return is a type emprec and emprec has these things this is what I need to get and put into that emprec variable so, I scroll up just a little bit. Now, I've got my variable and instead of doing a return null, I can say return emp. return because that's my return variable. Okay. And my ends are all here, so let's compile this. Keep our fingers crossed. And there you go. It compiled okay so again this is just showing you what you can do within a function I have done a select into a row type variable this row type variable matches identically all of the columns in the employees table because that's what I defined it as up here okay so I did a select into I also used one of my parameters in my select statement so I'm showing you how you can use a parameter variable embedded into some SQL so that's what that does there then down here I showed you a couple of things I showed you how you can access all of the columns that are inside that new variable that represents a record out of the employees table using dot notation so I showed you that and then I also showed you here how I can cast all of that structure as an emp type variable that stores it in my return variable so I did an assign and a cast at the same time and then down here I showed you where you can return that variable now I could have taken all of this code right here Whoops not the return, I could have taken all of that code minus the uh, uh, the assigned statement and I could have put it right here in my return. The reason I do this is that I find it easier to put breakpoints when I'm debugging if I wanted to see what emp return is I could put a watch on that variable in my debugger and then I could see what that variable equals If instead if I had it in the return statement as well I didn't trap it in a variable then you can't do that. So that's my reason for doing this. It's purely a debugging, uh, a debugging reason. So now I have uh, a package called Employee. The package specification has something called get emp by ID, which is a function. Within there, I have my package body that has all of my implementation code. That's what this is, and here's the implementation of my function. So that's what I wanted to show you here. Uh, in the next, we'll use this code to do something.